0: Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood, or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave Hot Mess Mom and Pinterest Perfect Mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a Practically Joyful Mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. I hope that wherever you are listening, that you're having a great day so far. And I hope that if it has not felt great so far, that this episode can just be a bright spot and help you kind of turn the day around, so to speak. Today, we are talking about this idea of when you just don't feel like it. And specifically, I mean, in the context, this is the thing I was thinking about this past week, the context of when you just don't feel like showing love to your children, to your husband, to your friends, to whoever, when you just don't feel loving what do we do when we don't feel like being kind when we don't feel like sitting on the floor and playing blocks when we don't feel like listening to our husband talk about a stressful day when we've also had a stressful day how do we handle it on those times when we just don't feel loving when those emotions are not there because we all have those moments those days those weeks things like we just don't feel like playing pokemon again or we just don't feel like cracking open our bibles or we just don't feel like praying we just don't have that emotion that says oh i just feel like doing this i just want to and it's totally normal i just want to say that if you've ever felt like that if you've ever felt like i just don't want to You are not alone because it is human to not always feel like loving people, to not always feel like showing that because our emotions are going to fluctuate and that's part of being human. But the great news is that we don't have to be ruled by whether or not we feel like it, by whether or not we just... Have the emotion of wanting to show love to our husbands, our children, our friends, we can choose to act in love even when we don't feel it. And I want to be clear that I'm not suggesting we just like live this fake life where we're just disingenuous and we just pretend to love everybody while we're secretly growing bitter and resentful inside and kind of having this This false or fake life. So I'm not saying that. I'm not saying just, oh, just pretend, just act like you feel loving. What I am saying is that even when we don't feel like it, we can act in loving ways towards the people we care about, trusting that loving feelings will follow. So it's not a, well, I'll just pretend to love these people. It's a, I'm going to choose to act the ways that love acts and believe that feelings will follow maybe not this one time you know i act lovingly this one time and i'm gonna feel overwhelmingly loving no but it's over time of consistently acting in loving ways those feelings do follow and i think one of the biggest things is as we're choosing to act lovingly we also can just be asking god okay please help me to to feel lovingly as well help me to have these emotions come back in line with how i am acting with how i want to feel towards my family so that it's not like i said just this fake or false thing but saying okay god i'm choosing to be obedient and act lovingly please help me to come back to a place of feeling loving as well because the truth is that we won't always feel loving but we can still choose to act lovingly out of obedience. Uh, There's a couple of stories, one uh, well, a few personal stories, and then one that I, just from a movie, that I always think of when I think of this idea. I think we've, all of us heard probably some variation of the expression that feelings follow action. So we shouldn't act based on our feelings, but we should... Act, and then our feelings will follow. That there's a movie that I guess is now kind of old. It didn't used to be old. I guess I'm getting old. Um, there's a movie that I watched. It's a French movie. It's called Paris, je T'aime, Paris. I love you. And it's actually a short. It's a series of a bunch of short little stories. So the rest of the movie has nothing to do with this. But one of the short little stories is actually about a man who. Planning to leave his wife and run away with some other woman, and he's got this whole you know plan to just leave her. He's done, he's over it, he just doesn't love her anymore. And when they sit down for him to tell her this, she actually first tells him that she just was diagnosed with some terminal illness. And in that moment, he changes his mind. He says, Well, I can't leave her while she's dying. And so he tells the other woman, nope, sorry, just forget about me. And then he comes back to this place where he's really taking care of his wife. He reads books to her, he sits and talks with her, he rubs her feet, he's constantly showing love to her, he's taking care of her. And there's this line, which I love the original, and this is, so it sounds awkward the way I'm translating it, but it says, By force of acting like a man in love, he re-became, he again became a man in love. So by acting lovingly towards his wife, by giving up his time, by giving his energy, his emotional energy, by caring for her over and over while she was sick, he fell back in love with her, if you want to use that expression. He began to feel loving towards her again. And I think, you know, that's just a story in a movie, but I think that that really can apply to our lives. We can tell ourselves how to feel a lot of times by how we act. If we act loving towards someone, our feelings will often fall in line with that. Um, Just from my own life, some examples, like just this week, my I was trying to wash dishes, trying to actually get the dishwasher loaded. And my three-year-old came and said, Mommy, please play this. It was a card game. Please play this game with me. And my first reaction was honestly to say, No, I can't. I'm washing dishes. And then I stopped and I thought for a moment. And just the look on his face, he clearly was really just wanting my attention. He really needed to feel loved. And right then in that moment for him, feeling loved was me sitting down and playing a game with him and I just felt that prompting from the Holy Spirit in my heart to say the dishes can wait and so I told him that I said okay the dishes can wait I'll sit down and I'll play one round with you and because I chose to do that and not just chose to do it as like okay fine I'll get through this I'll play one round and then go back to what I want to do and just get it done just so he'll stop bugging me but I said okay I'm gonna really sit down and try to actually spend this time connecting with him, spend this time just being with him. It'll probably take us 10 minutes to play the game. I can give him 10 minutes of my time. And we just had the best time just smiling and laughing about the game. And for me to just get to see it, the wheels in his brain turning, figuring out the strategy. I mean, he's three, so it wasn't super complicated, but figuring out the strategy of this game and Really getting into it, and it was just actually became this moment of deep connection for us. And I think I'm so glad I didn't miss out on that. I'm so glad I didn't miss out on that really special time with him because I just didn't feel like playing another little kid game. So that's one example with my children, and I also think this can apply to other people in our lives, to our friends, to our husbands. I can think of multiple occasions where I've had a stressful day. My husband has had a stressful day and one or the other of us has said, okay, I'm really tired, I'm really stressed, but I can see that you are too. Can I rub your feet? Can I rub your shoulders? Can I just take the kids for the evening and you go have a little bit of time to yourself to de-stress, to recover? And the times when we have done that, like for example, if You know, I've been stressed and it was a difficult day, but I could tell it was a difficult day for him too. And got the kids in bed and I've said, hey, can I just rub your shoulders for like five minutes? And by doing that, he felt loved and we ended up having like amazing conversations that were energizing that helped de-stress me as well. And I ended up coming away from that interaction refreshed and energized and feeling connected to him whereas if I had just said oh yeah you had a rough day so did I too bad (laughs) deal with it we would not have ended the day in in such a positive way so that's just one example and to be clear I'm not saying you know this is not a sexist thing like if I was speaking to husbands, I would say the same thing as well and like I said we've had times when I've done that for him and times when he's done that for me but because I'm speaking to women here i'm saying even if we don't feel like it to say hey i'm gonna choose to show love anyway often ends up really helping us as well and i think the other area this can really apply to is in our relationship with god there's a lot of days where i just don't feel like praying i don't feel like picking up the bible i don't want to i want to just zone out i want to pick up my phone i want to turn on a show if I'm tired at the end of the day. I want to do something else. But if I've said, okay, I'm going to spend five minutes, I'll open the Bible and I'll say, okay, I'm really trying to show up for this for five minutes. Sometimes it's been five minutes and I say, okay, I chose to do that. I didn't just do it to get it done. I said, okay, I'm going to really show up for this. Five minutes ends. I move on with my day. But sometimes it has been oh wow, I am reading this you know, Corinthians or whatever whatever it is Psalms and in those five minutes God really just drew me in and showed me something beautiful and I spent long you know I spent as long as I could until my kids really needed me and interrupted me, or um, there has just been something that I was like that was a really deep and wonderful, meaningful time of connection. Even though I didn't feel like it, I chose to spend that time anyway. And it was really meaningful and important. So those are kind of just some stories from my own life and other people's lives. But I think the big perspective shift here is that we don't have to feel full of love in order to act in love. So Even when we don't feel like it, we can act in loving ways towards those closest to us, trusting that loving feelings will follow. This isn't always easy to do at a practical level. So some practical things that have helped me are, first of all, it's okay to not always say yes to your kids. They need to hear us say, right now I'm doing something that I need to do. It's good for them to see us. Wash dishes, it's good for us to bring them into washing dishes with us. It's life doesn't have to just be all fun all the time. So that caveat. I'm not saying you should just always say yes every time your kid wants you to play whatever. But I think there are gonna be times when if we're being sensitive to the Holy Spirit's leading, we're gonna feel that tug that says, Okay, this is a time to set aside other things and show this person love. And when that happens and you're feeling this this pull this calling towards that but you find yourself really just not wanting to here are a few practical things that I think can help and one is i think to ask yourself a couple of questions to ask yourself like how might i feel afterwards so the example of my son wanting to play a card game and me saying okay how am i going to feel after spending this time with him i probably am going to feel more connected to him if i Sit down and really show up for this game, not just like try to get through it while I'm thinking about other things. But if I sit down and really show up for this, I'm probably gonna feel more connected to him afterwards. I'm probably gonna feel more loving feelings towards him. And then another question how might the other person feel afterwards? By the end of the card game, my son felt loved, he felt paid attention to, he felt appreciated, and then he ran off to play something else, and I finished the dishes. And I think another question is, what might I miss out on if I don't? So like the example of I'm tired, my husband's tired, we've both had long stressful days. But if I say, hey, can I just listen about your day for a little bit and then you listen to me talk about mine? If I didn't do that, I might have missed out on some really great conversations we've had. And then I think a final question is if I need to say, I'm sorry, but not right now to this person, when can I plan to do it instead? Like with my son wanting to play cards with me and I was in the middle of the dishes and maybe it was something that was very time sensitive where I needed to say, buddy, I have to finish this thing I'm doing. You know, I'm cooking dinner and it's going to burn if I turn it off right now, or if I ignore it right now to play a card game with you, I can say Okay, but can we play tonight at this time? I can even set a phone alarm. My kids love when we set timers and alarms and things. So then the phone's telling us what to do. So if you need to say, I'm sorry, but not right now, when can you come back and show this person love? So that's kind of one practical thing is to ask yourself some of those questions. And then I think another one, this would be like the second, is to set yourself kind of a specific time so like for example you're really just not feeling it on playing with your kids on sitting down on floor to play but you could tell them hey buddy I've got a lot that I'm trying to do right now could I just pause all that other stuff and play blocks with you for five minutes can we set a five minute timer and just play that would be one thing to just tell yourself okay it's five minutes I can sit and engage and really focus and show up for five minutes and then go back to what I was doing. That would be one thing to set a timer. Um, A third idea is to do whatever it is in a slightly different way or do something a little bit different. So like, for example, really just not feeling like I want to pick up my Bible and read. I can do something different to still be ingesting the word, but without just picking up the book and opening to a page. I really like the YouVersion Bible app and they have, like, it's an audio, you can read it or you can listen. So one thing I've been doing lately is to, I'll just turn it on and listen to it while I wash dishes or do whatever it is I'm doing. I keep saying wash dishes. That's just my example of the day today, I guess. Uh, Or one thing I've been doing on there because I feel like listening, even listening or reading when it's verses and things I'm familiar with, it's easy to kind of just tune it out. It's like, oh, I know this; I've heard it before. But choosing a different Bible translation on the Uversion app, it's really easy to just you know, if you normally read the NIV, just put in the I don't remember all the all the acronyms, all the letters. Choose a different translation, CSV, CSB, whatever they are. Choose a different one and listen to it just different translations, slightly different words can kind of maybe help it to not feel repetitive or maybe quote unquote boring. Another idea with this example would be to play music that is basically just straight from the Bible. So my kids really like, uh, there's a couple of CDs called Honey for the Heart, where it's basically just a Bible verse, but set to music. And it's It appeals to kids, my kids really love it, but honestly, sometimes I turn it on for me when I'm by myself and I just need a little bit of truth. Uh, There's also Seeds Family Worship that has a few albums of Bible verses set to music. Or you can make it a game, make it a fun thing with your kids. Say, hey guys, let's just read one psalm real quick and read it out loud in a dramatic voice. Do it a fun, different way when you're feeling like, oh, I just don't want to just pick up the Bible and sit and read. Do it a fun way. Do something different that can help us to get past that emotion of, I just don't feel like it. Uh, So we talked about kind of an example with kids, setting a timer, an example with Bible reading to just do it a little bit of a different way. And then I think kind of the fourth practical tip, but also this, I, I use this specifically relevant to like, with your husband this could also apply to kids I think too but is to tell your husband what's going on so caveat I mean don't just say I don't feel like showing you love right now that's probably not gonna go over well but saying something like I hear that you're feeling really stressful I get it you had a stressful day I'm feeling pretty tired too but I'd really like to show you love could I just rub your shoulders for a few minutes and we just Talk for a little bit, or you know, my day was pretty stressful too, but I can hear that yours was. So, can you just tell me a little bit about yours and then I'll tell you a little bit about mine? Something where you tell them, like, I am feeling tired, or I'm feeling stressed, or I'm feeling overwhelmed, and I want to show you love because I think that is really meaningful when we tell someone, I'm choosing to do this. I'm choosing to listen to you. I'm choosing to rub your shoulders, rub your feet. I'm choosing to whatever it is because I want to show you love. Specifically, I'm doing this to show you love. I think that can help in a much more positive way than just complaining and saying, oh, I had a hard day too. (laughs) Too bad, you know, making it all about us. So those are some practical ideas that have helped me to be able to say, okay, I'm not feeling it, really not feeling it, but I'm going to choose to act in loving ways, not as a fake or a false thing, but choosing to act obediently in love and trusting that my feelings, my emotions will eventually fall in line with that. I hope this episode was helpful and encouraging and that you're able to use some of these ideas in your own life to practice showing love to the people closest to you and if you enjoyed this episode would you please just share it with a friend I mean share it on social media if you want to just text it share it with someone so that more moms can find this podcast and be encouraged from episodes just like this Thank you so much for being here today, friends. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a very joyful day. Thanks for listening today, friends. I hope this episode encouraged and inspired you. If it did, I'd love it if you would leave a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at joyful mom. Or you can send me an email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com. So glad we got to share this time together today. Thanks for choosing Joy with me, friends.